Hello, thank you for listening to the Sip with Sidrid podcast with yours truly, Sidrid Rivera. Please feel free to share this with a friend. Don't forget that you are God's masterpiece. And as long as I'm alive, you are never alone. Now let's listen in. which is in Psalms 119, and this is going to be verse 89, okay? So it's a chapter 119, verse 89. Very simple. Hello, Miss Kim. Okay, let's get started, right? Settled in heaven. That's the title, Settled in Heaven. And the um, Bible verse is Psalms 119, 89. Chapter 119, verse 89. And it says, Your word, Lord, is eternal. It stands firm in the heavens. That simple. Your word, Lord, is eternal. It stands firm in the heavens. Okay. Settled in heaven. October 11. It says, you tend to worry because you think life is full of uncertainties. But my word has assured the outcome of life and my word is settled in heaven. My truth is eternal. It has never and will never change. I hold all authority over heaven and earth, and that includes your life. It may often seem as though things are out of control, as if you're stumbling through your faith and not sure that you, that what you believe in is worth it. But you must press through the doubts and trust that I am sovereign. Don't allow the lies of the world to deceive you and keep you from my very best for your life. An obstacle can be an opportunity for me to bless you. Trust me to oversee the details of your life. You must decide to not lean on your own understanding. Just rely and trust in mine. Don't allow others to taint your thoughts with their own and don't give into fear even though it's easier to. Truth is measured by my word, not the opinions or advices of others. Allow my words to guide you, bringing you into alignment with my will. Never for a second do I step off my throne. Come to me and I will comfort you in the chaos and give you peace. Can I get a hashtag amen to that? Now, there's a couple things here, y'all. I mean, I, 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 t- today when I was reading this, I was like, mm, I think I could be in this, in this devotion all day long, right? But we're going to try to keep it short, sweet, and simple. I loved several things. And if you want, if you can share with me what you thought you loved from what I said, it's going to be um, even more impactful and we can um, um, discuss it and interact. But there's a couple pointers that I love. I absolutely loved when it says here, ready? It says, you tend to worry because you think life is full of uncertainties. Heller, we think of that every day. Every moment of the day, we think of that. We constantly think of uncertainties. It's because we're human. That's what it is. It's because most people, most people live in fear. Or most people 
live day to day. They have no idea what's happening in their life. They have not planned their lives. They don't know where to go. They are just going by whatever flow. They go with the flow. Whatever comes, comes. Whatever doesn't, doesn't. Right? But it says here, and that's why that's why pe- many people live in full uncertainties. That's why they live that way. Because they don't plan. They don't think. They don't prepare. They don't, they're not in alignment. They're not focused. They're not talking to God. That's why there's a lot of uncertainties in our minds. Because you don't know what's going on. Yeah, that's a big wow, isn't it, huh? It says here, but my word has assured the outcome of life and my word is settled in heaven. My truth is eternal. And here's what I love, ready? It has never and will never change. You see, because when you're walking in Christ, when you're walking in alignment, when when you're reading his word, my word, it says, and you're reading his word, it says that it is going to assure the outcome of life, of your life. It's going to allow you to feel that peace that you are doing, the things that you need to do. And so therefore, there's no uncertainties in your life. And if at any point one pops in, you know that the word of God is going to cover that. You know that God is eternal. You know that God is real. You know that God's in control. So there's no uncertainties. There's no thing to fear. Right? Because you're in alignment. You're reading his word. And you know that his word is true. So that was powerful there for me. I want to share another one that says here, don't allow the lies of the world to deceive you and keep you from my very best for your life. Ready? An obstacle can be an opportunity for me to bless you. How many times have we gone through obstacles and we just complain and complain and complain and we're just like, oh my gosh, why am I going through this? And I've shared many times that, you know, when we go through certain situations in life, we might not always understand it. We might never understand it. I mean, it is clear in the word of God that he says there will be things you will not understand ever. But there are things here that he says, an obstacle can be an opportunity for me to bless you. So you might be going through an obstacle right now, and it might be a blessing later on. You know, I was listening to um, um, a story this morning, and it kind of fell into this, right? So unfortunately, now I'm not saying this is why it happened, so let's make sure that we're clear. But for those of you that are aware, and if you're not... um, um, I can't remember how many years ago. I'm going to say maybe two, maybe three. It wasn't that long ago. And and I, I caught the, the show in the middle of it. So all I can say, and I'm going to say this quick because it's not about what happened, but it's about the outcome. Um, there was a um, unfortunate situation that occurred here in Orlando, Florida, where um, a guy went into a um, club and started shooting um, uh, so many people. There was, I think, 46 or 48 people who died and 53 people that were wounded. It was one of the worst shootings and the most death shootings in the entire USA. That's what I heard from the from the from the TV. And so it happened to be um, 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 a um, a club. You had a lot of people there. It was at nighttime, and he went in there and he just started shooting everybody. And so 
once that happened, they discovered, they reached out, the, the FBI reached out to, hello, hello, the, um, reached out to his ex-wife, his ex-wife. And his ex-wife was telling them about the type of person that he was and um, why she left him and how he was abusive and yada, yada, yada. Okay. The reason why I'm sharing the story is because here it says, an obstacle can be an opportunity for me to bless you. And so she discovered during the time that the FBI was talking to her and that she was sharing her, her experiences, she realized that within talking about what she had gone through and what this man had done for her, to her, that when she was sharing it, many women would reach out to her telling her that they understand what she's gone through because they were also abused. They were also sexually abused. They were battered. There were all these things that other women would reach out to. And there was a lot of women that would share with her, thank you for saying your story. It really hit home. Um, I, I realized I'm not the only one. So why am I saying this? Because that was an obstacle. That was a really ugly uh, uh, um, situation that occurred. But this woman turned it around and said, I want to, she just was sharing what her experience was. And then she realized that by, by sharing her experience, she was touching other people's lives. And so sometimes when we go through things, those obstacles, those circumstances can become an opportunity for us to help others. And I've always said this, I've always said that when we go through circumstances and that, that's because everybody goes through them. We all go through them and we all go through things in different ways and we all receive them differently. So someone who has been sexually abused and another person who has been sexually abused, those two people might be both sexually abused, but still have experienced it differently. They still could have felt different things. And so sharing that information with others, you will reach the people that you need to reach and help the people that you need to reach. And so that's where this comes from. It says an obstacle can be an opportunity for me to bless you because God can still use you to bless others. And by you blessing others, that's how you get blessed. Sometimes we have an emptiness in our hearts. And when we're blessing unto others, our heart gets full. Have you ever tried that? Have you ever tried when you're in a, in a really deep depression or really not feeling so happy about yourself or about your life or about the things that, are, that have happened to you. If you get out there and you help someone, I don't know how, maybe you help a, an elderly lady with putting her, her groceries in her, in her car. Maybe somebody fell and you help them pick them up. Maybe someone is, is um, sad or just lost someone and you can call them and tell them that you're there with them. Or maybe you can come and bring somebody food. I mean, it could be however way you can do it. But when you help someone else, if, and when you are in a bad spot, emotionally and even mentally, you'll be surprised how great you will feel inside because you've turned that obstacle into an opportunity and you've blessed someone. And that's how God blesses us as well, right? So that to me was really powerful. I love that it says, trust me to oversee the details of your life. It says, you must decide to not lean on your own understandings, just rely and trust in mine. So you must decide that. See, again, just like I shared a couple of days ago, God's not going to decide that for us. God is not going to say, no, sweetheart, not, you're not going that way. You're going to go this way. Let me push you. No, he won't do that. Maybe 
once in a while because hello he really needs you to go this way and no matter how many things he's throwing at you you're just not listening so he'll nudge you right he'll be like here you go move that but most of the time we're the ones that need to make those decisions and it says don't lean don't lean on your own understanding because our own understanding is our human nature but it says lean on his because his is the word of god and then here's another one. Don't. This is one of my favorites here. Because uh, y'all know I go quickly on this one. It says, don't allow others to taint your thoughts with their own. And don't give in to your fear, even though it's easier to. Okay, let's talk about this. Don't allow others to taint your thoughts. What's that mean? That means don't go around with uh, believing everything that people are telling you about you or about what you should do. Oh, you should not do this. You should do this. You should not go there. You should do, you should go here. You should not be with that person. You should be with this person. Don't cook that way. Cook this way. Don't buy that house. Buy the other house. Why are you buying this? Why are you doing that? Why are you going here? Why are you moving? You shouldn't be that. So many opinions from so many people. But yet, the one opinion, the one thing that we need from that one king of kings some of, some of us forget to ask or we get everybody else's opinion and then we pray to God. God, which one do you think I should take out of the ones that everybody said? And he's going to say, none of them. None of them apply to what I need you to do. We tend to be focused on what other people think, what other people want us to do. We bombard ourselves and we, we, we allow for fear to be created in our minds because of what everybody else tells you to do or not to do. Did you hear what I just said? We allow for other people's thoughts and opinions of you, what you should and should not do, how you should or should not look, what you should and should not, where you should or should not be. Um, all of that, the shoulda, coulda, woulda, have you ever heard of that? The shoulda, coulda, woulda. Y'all shoulda done this. You coulda done that. Woulda, woulda, woulda done that. All the shoulda, coulda, woulda. And everybody had this. If you've got a hundred people, I guarantee you, you will have a hundred um, opinions. If you got 30 people in a room, you might have 30 opinions. Now think about it. Do you want 30 opinions about what people have experienced? Or do you want one opinion of the, from the king of kings? The one that created you. The one that knows where you need to be. The one that wants you to be in alignment. The one that's going to allow you to live the best life that you can ever live. Whose opinion do you want? Who do you want to walk with? That's what you need to focus on. That's what we all need to focus on. Truth is measured by my word. There it is. Not the opinions or advice of others. Hello. Hello. Truth is measured by my word. Not the opinions or advice of others. Allow my word to guide you. Bringing you into alignment with my will. Never for a second do I step out of your, out of my throne. So he doesn't even step out of it. He's always looking onto you. He's always making sure that you're going the right way. He's always wanting to guide you as long as we allow him free will. Come to me. See, 
It's a demand. Come to me. And I will comfort you in the chaos and give you peace. I love that he says, allow my word to guide you, bringing you into alignment with my will. What does alignment mean? What does alignment mean? Bringing you into alignment is bringing you into a straight path. You know, bringing you into the same walk that he needs you to be in, right? Togetherness. Walking together, aligned, alignment, straight path, um, um, straight line, things like that. That's what he wants. And so when we're focused on reading his word, I'm telling you, your spirit will tell you whether you're going the right way or you're not. Your body is different. Your thoughts are different. Your spirit feels different in every way. I'll tell you a little, I'll give you a little example, right? When I wasn't too much into reading the word of God, I was a truck, I had a truck driver's mouth. Like I could curse and I was like, all the time, right? If somebody, I was like, effing this and effing that, I don't give effing this and effing that, whatever, whatever. Because that was me when I was like, I don't know, in my 20s, maybe even in my 30s. It just, my path, my, my walk with Christ was not where it is now. And I didn't even care like if I um, watched TV and it was there was a, a movie and the movie had curses or whatever. It didn't matter because I was I cursed and so you know that's that's what it is. Okay. When I started getting closer to God and started really reading the Bible and started really focusing on my devotions and praying to God and doing my worships and going to church and just really wanting my life different. I wanted something more. I wanted to be able to bless others. I wanted to help others. I I just knew that what I was doing was not the right path. I wasn't happy and I wanted happiness. I wanted growth. I wanted happiness. I wanted to be able to change the world. And I knew that that's not how I was going to do it. I wasn't just, I wasn't doing anything. I wasn't doing the simple sigrets. I wasn't um, trying to inspire people. I was just working in corporate America, coming home, cooking if I needed or having my husband cook and just eat and then just sit there and watch TV. It wasn't, I, and if I had to work, you know, by doing, I don't know, whatever I was doing, um, I would work while I'd go on the computer. My life was not walking with Christ. I was supposedly, here it is, ready? I was supposedly a Christian, supposedly, right? I just wasn't walking the, the Christ walk. If you understand what that means, that means I wasn't living, I wasn't doing anything that had to do with me building my spiritual walk with God. Okay. When I started doing that, well, there were, I, 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 there were times when, when I, if I cursed, I was like, Ooh, uh, that didn't sound good. I need to stop saying that. Okay. And little by little, I stopped saying that. And little by little, I stopped, stopped saying some other things. And then I stopped saying some other things. And then very rarely do you catch me cursing. I must be really pissed off that it comes out. Um, and I've done that, you know, I'm still, I'm God's still working with this gorgeousness. I'm not perfect. Right. But I'm trying to be. And so even when I do, when it slips out or when I know I'm going to say it, cause I'm so pissed off that it comes out. I'm like, I'm sorry. And I'll even say, I'm so sorry, God. I'm just so pissed off right now. And it comes out. Right. Um, and it's probably because I'm just trying to explain something to someone or I'm talking to my husband about something that happened and that got me annoyed. But other than that, I don't curse anymore like I used to. Um, um, I don't, 
I don't even like when I watch TV, like watch TV. If I if I watch TV and um and all of a sudden it's on I don't know one of those stations that they, my husband could be watching t- the TV and I hear a curse. I'm like, hey, you gotta change that. Um, that's not allowed in my house. You know that. We don't do that. And he's like, oh crap. Okay, I'm sorry. I didn't realize. Most of the time he's sleeping, so he doesn't realize it. He's just fell asleep watching the movie. Um, don't tell him I told you that. <laughs> but um, but. I'll tell you, if if my husband and I are driving somewhere and and he because he doesn't really listen to the to the um, to the music station like to Y100 or he doesn't really Y100 is Florida Z100 is New York, but he doesn't listen to uh, um, the station. He actually uses like Pandora or he listens to um, just whatever he has on the phone, right? He has his own playlist. So sometimes if I hear that there's like a, a curse, I'm like, is that, was that a bad word? And he's like, I don't think so. I usually, um, you know, he takes them out. And I'm like, I think that's a bad word. I think one slid. One slid. And he, he was like, oh. So he'll rewind it. And he lives. I'm like, uh-uh, you gotta, uh-uh, you gotta change that, you know? And so, but you know what? That's the spirit. That's the spirit of God. Because again, as a human being, watch this, ready? As a human being, I will curse. Because I, I could be pissed off and it'll come out and then I'm like, ugh, that was just I should have not done that. But again, I don't curse at people. That, not that it makes it any better. I'm just trying to become a better person. And so when I'm in that situation, which is not often too, before I could get pissed at anything. Now I'm just like, I'll literally, and you know why that? Uh, now I'll listen to things and I'm like, okay, Jesus, take the wheel. And I've learned that I have to control my own temper. I've learned that I have to breathe and I have to listen and receive and then respond, not listen and already be angry in my head and start talking before that person even finishes. That used to be the me, right? That used to be the old me. You could tell me something and if I didn't like it, I wouldn't even let you finish. I'd be like, and you'd be like, okay, you know, because I was pissed. You got me pissed with whatever you had to say and I'm going to tell you a piece of my mind. Now, it's so different. Why am I saying this? It's not because I'm any better than anybody else. It is not about that. It is not because I'm, I'm perfect. That surely, isn't the, <laughs> that surely isn't real. It is because I have taken time to get closer to God by reading his word. And because I'm getting closer to God by reading his word, because I pray more, because I go to church more, because I'm listening to praise and worship. I don't listen. I don't listen to the radio on my, on my, when I'm driving. I don't listen to um, a Y100 or 96.5 or all these. Not again that I never do. Very rarely. I will listen to them if on my Christian stations, there's just constant um, marathons on something or they just have commercials after commercials after commercials. And I'm like, I don't want to hear these commercials, you know? And that's why my husband actually puts Pandora on so that he doesn't have to hear the commercials. But that being said... I try to keep my mind clean. And because I keep my mind clean, my spirit will tell me when I'm doing something wrong. My spirit will make me feel uncomfortable if I'm in a place where I shouldn't be. And I tell my husband, we got to go. He's like, why? What's going on? I'm like, Mm-mm. this is not what we need to be. This is not what God wants us. I feel it from my spirit. And when you are getting close to God, that's what I'm talking about. That's how you... 
there's when you read the word it tells you things that you know mm, mm, this is not of god mm, i don't i'm not liking where i'm at right now mm, these people are nasty they're just being mean right now we don't need to be part of this we don't want to associate with these type of people because who you hang around with tells people who you are if you hang around with the, with the negative people people are going to think you're negative if you hang around with positive people, they will think that you're, they will, th- because it is what it is. Negative attracts negative, positive attracts positive. There's a saying that I love and it says, there's a quote that I love and it is, um, attitude is contagious, is yours worth catching? Attitude is contagious, is yours worth catching? Is your attitude worth catching? Other people being around you, it, 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 they catch what you've got, what you got. What are you putting out there? And no one's perfect. I have my bad days, y'all. I had one last night when I was talking to my staff. I was like, and I even told them. <laughs> I told them, I was like, I'm about to get nasty, so hold your horses here. Hold the, hold the wheel or something, because I'm about to tell y'all something. I'm a little ticked off on some things, so I'm about to blow it out. But they knew that I was not happy with certain things. It had nothing to do with them because they're the best team I've got. But it was something that we need to take care of, that we need to change. And so, again, I'm not perfect. No one is. But we strive for becoming better people, right? And so that's what's important. And when you're reading the Word of God, when you're getting closer to God, when you're praying more, you know, when you're doing your praise and worship, all that stuff helps you. To not only get closer to God, but to feel, to feel when you know, mm, I should not do that. Or, or better yet, it helps you to feel the things that you need to be doing. And that's wonderful. That means that you are in alignment when you're doing things that you know in your heart. I got to do this. I got to bless this person with a phone call. I got to bless this person with, you know, a little note. I got to bless this person with you know, helping her with this or whatever, whatever it is. That's called the spirit talking to you and telling you what you should be doing. And when you are doing more of the word of God, you're doing more of that because you're taking time for that because you're feeling it and you, and you hear, you just feel it. It's a feeling. It's a, it's so, it's so good. But when you're too busy because you're, we're so busy and we don't have God in our lives, you can't even hear that. All you hear is errands that you have to run in your head, that you have to do things. that. And again, I'm not saying that's bad. We all have busyness. But like I've said before, if you don't take time for God now, don't get pissed off later when you need him and something happens in your life and you're on your knees begging and crying and God's just watching you not answering right away. Because think about it. You know? Thank you, Jesus, for this amazing message. Thank you for your words. Thank you for your your vision. Thank you for allowing us. Thank you, Lord God, for allowing me to feel and to hear what you want me to share. And I just pray that this has been impactful to others, that people have heard your message, that the spiritual ears and eyes have been open. And I pray, Lord God, that um, you and the Holy Spirit have come in and touched people's lives. 
You know, you're always welcome, Lord Father, in this in this message. I always pray that you, Father, touch someone, that you speak to people, that people realize where they need to change, what they need to, you know, make better, what they're doing wonderful, what they're doing great, how they're how they're growing. I just love, Lord Father, all of that. And I just pray, Father, that anyone that hears this message, I pray that this message goes all over the United States, all over the world, and that people hear of your mercy and your grace and your your love and what you desire from us. We thank you, Father, that is so clear in the message of what you want us to do. It is so clear. And that when we do those things, we not only get closer to you, but we live the life that you want us to live, which is definitely the life that we want. It's for sure the life that we want in every aspect, Lord. So we thank you, Jesus, for that. We glorify you. And we praise your name in your son's holy name. Amen, amen.